stars and the, the women were, were better in the NBA, right? <laughs> you know, it's, the locker room is such an amazing place because there's nowhere to hide, literally. We spend more time with the, the guys in the locker room than we do our own families during the year. I literally see these guys in their most vulnerable state, you know, stark ass naked every single day in the showers. And, and so, like, it's a vulnerable place. There's nowhere to hide. There's no BS. And it's refreshing. It's hard. It's vulnerable. It's all, but it's authentic. And if you're not authentic, guess what? You're not going to last. And that's sort of what I miss about the other side. There's not that immediate ability to say, you know what? You're bullshit, dude. Like, LeBron, you're bullshit. Like, get back on defense. <laughs> you can't say that to anybody right, anymore. Right. And, you know, so absolutely I miss the locker room. You know, and even though guys looked at me like I was like a dork and probably think he knew everything, which which I, I did. There was a love and a respect that grew out of that, uh, and um, I, I do miss it. Barkley has the great quote, uh, the locker room, it's misogynistic, it's racist, it's homophobic, and I miss it so much because it's honest. There is no disputing. When you're talking about not being able to hide, you don't often get in group settings that kind of honesty. And furthermore, athletes are so different. You must have seen this in broadcasting where – Athletes like criticism, like coaching, their confidence becomes this steel because you can't get to where you are unless you are those things. And then you go into broadcasting and what you see is a bunch of media members who are vastly more insecure than anything you just came from. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, ball don't lie. If you walk in that locker room and you can't help us win, guess what? You don't have a place in this locker room. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of being a competitor. That's the beauty of that process, which weeds out the weak. And only the strong are there at the end and the guys who can play. And there's, there's something noble and, and honorable about that. And no matter where, where you come from, who your folks were, what you look like, can you play? Can you help us win? And that's all that matters. Did you ever have any confrontations with LeBron? Because the heat culture is not one that minds confrontation. Pat Riley tells the stories of Alonzo Mourning confronting him and it's just f you f you f this and just teach me something if it's going to be f you make sure you teach me something and then what ends up happening is zoe you know they've lost to the knicks again riley's at his desk sobbing and zoe comes in in his uniform and it's like go fucking talk to your team finish your job do your job riley like uh you can you speak to that there are ways to challenge guys and we all need to be challenged i don't care how great you are even LeBron, D Wade, CB, they have bad days, and they need their at, you know their ass kicked every now and then by people who who care, you know. And, and it was never about like you're letting us down, or it was no. We expect we expect more. Give us more, you know. Like your famous rant, give me more. That's right. <laughs> give that's me right. more. Yes. And that's all you can hope for, you know. That's that's the difference between that that terrible Memphis Grizzlies team that I played in and the Miami Heat was like no, we we want it all. We want your best every day. And, um, you know, luckily we had, we had the gravitas where we could pull it out from each other. That wasn't the only difference. There were a few other differences in terms yeah, of roster yeah. uh, construction yeah. and some other things. Coaching, arena fans. Just yeah, the, yeah, the whole thing. Two differences. The whole thing. 